Buenos dias from Helsinki. This is the Rorschach Spain update from the 11th of May, 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Spain. Pre-electoral campaign season and the left, right, and center parties are bringing out their manifestos. But how much is all of this going to cost? Well, the Spanish Socialist Workers' Party, PSOE, has committed close to 10 billion euros in their electoral promises and spending programs, most of which is going towards financing affordable homes. They've also announced they want to guarantee 20% mortgages for those under 35, meaning those in need could get up to 100% of the mortgage, as many banks only offer up to 80%, policy that is not really working so well for a lot of people. Another electoral promise is to finance 50% of European interrail travel for young people between 18 and 30 between the 15th of June and 15th of September. The latter's cost still needs to be determined. Still, it will likely be below the 400 euro cultural bonus brought in for young people turning 18 in 2023. Those proposal in mind, what a city council spend tax on? Well, news outlet El País investigated the 2022 budgets of more than 75,000 councils to find out. According to the report, Madrid City Council invests 16% of its budget in security and citizen mobility, representing 2% of the regions in Spain that spend the most on this. On the other hand, they allocate around 4% of the total budget to culture, meaning they are in the bottom 28% of regions that allocate money uh, to this program. In comparison, in San Sebastián, the Gipuzkoan Council allocates 9% of its funds to cultural promotion, arguably because of the yearly film festival. Municipalities with higher levels of tourism also have different priorities. Torrevieja, Alicante, Arona, Tenerife, and San Bartolome de Tirajana, Gran Canaria, spend between 15 and 18% of their budget on waste collection, whereas larger cities barely allocate 7%. Promoting tourism is also an important allocation in places like Benidorm and Salamanca, which invest more than five times the average. While parties are going forward with manifestos, the central government has given a bit more context on its housing proposals. More than half of the 40,000 new homes the government is allocating to social and affordable rental housing will be placed on unoccupied land. This Tuesday, the 9th, the Ministry of Transport, Mobility, and Urban Agenda will approve plans to buy unoccupied land across the country belonging to the Ministry of Defense to run the project. Once it's approved, plans are to build just over 19,000 homes, around 10,000 will be in Madrid with the most estimated units. Further 1,600 is proposed for San Boad de Lobregat in Barcelona, and around 1,500 will be built to serve Castile y León and many other dotted around the country. The plan, however, doesn't include proposals for the Basque Country, Navarra, or the Balearic Islands. Moving to political figures, according to the 2023 40DB poll survey, for news outlets El País and, and Ser, the Community of Madrid President Isabel Díaz Ayuso is predicted to achieve an absolute majority in the regional elections on the 28th of May, predicting that the People's Party candidate for the Community of Madrid will add four more seats than she currently has with 69 seats. 68 is needed to govern alone. This can all change, however, as the pre-electoral campaign starts in earnest. While Isabel Díaz Ayuso is supposedly in favor, shock has ripped through Spanish politics after E.H. Bildu, the left-leaning pro-independence coalition of the Basque Country, Navarra, and Burgos, presented their candidates' list for the upcoming local and regional elections. Forty-four of the candidates were previously convicted of belonging to or collaborating with the Basque armed separatist group Euskadi Ta Ascat Asuna, or ETA, between the 1950s and 2018. Among them are former leaders of 
Batasuna, separatist party banned in 2013 after finding out they were financing ETA activities. Adolfo Araiz, who is running for the local council in Vitoria, was sentenced to two years in prison for involvement. Many of the candidates were also convicted of involvement in several murders by ETA between 1978 and 2001. E.H. Bildu has defended its decision, saying they adhere to a promise made in 2017 that former ETA members or sympathizers would have a place in the institution if they gave up terror. Continuing with elections, the central government organized an emergency meeting on Thursday the 11th to discuss Spain's drought situation. Some say it's an electoral decision to showcase to the general public that the executive is doing something, anything. The president of Andalusia, Juan Manuel Moreno Bonilla, said this meeting is clearly electoral. Still, droughts are a huge issue in Spain. According to the Spanish State Meteorological Agency, there's been a long-term drought since 2022. Water levels levels are so low that reservoirs are revealing long-buried towns and monuments like the Sao Paulo Reservoir in Catalonia and Andalucía's Guadalquivir Basin. Speaking of the South, for those curious about Spanish cultural traditions, there are plenty, but one of the oldest is El Rocío Pilgrimage. A multi-day voyage of colorful dresses, afternoon siestas in the dry grass, caravans, flamenco under the backdrop of Catholicism, specifically one of the many Marian pilgrimages associated with the Virgin Mary. Held annually, El Rocio takes place at the end of May after Sevilla's Feria de Abril and Holy Week or Semana Santa. Andaluth families prepare for months to travel from their hometowns via horseback caravans or walking to El Rocio, a small uh, village in Huelva of about a thousand people aiming for the Shrine of the Virgin. It's described as one of the most sacred representations of their culture, regardless of religious ideologies. Visitors are welcome, but it's worth pointing out it is a serious cultural and religious tradition more than a tourist event. Want to find out more about El Rocio pilgrimage? Link in the show notes. Next up, did you know that the 9th of May is Europe Day? Mark the anniversary of the Schuman Declaration, a joint 1950 proposal between France and Germany that would later be seen as the starting foundation for the European Union. This day also celebrates the diversity of the world's second smallest continent after Australia and Oceania. There are 27 member state countries in the EU, including Spain, which joined the Union in 1986 alongside Portugal. Spain has been part of the Schengen area since 1995 and adopted the euro in 1999. It will also assume the presidency over the EU from Sweden in June. Speaking of the European Union, it aims to be climate neutral by 2050. To achieve this, each member state is responsible for implementing policies that help the collective achieve their goals. In Spain, the 2021 climate change law is one of these. However, it hasn't been very successful. As part of the law, cities with more than 50,000 inhabitants were obliged to incorporate low emission zones, or ZBEs. These are designed to limit the number of polluting vehicles in certain areas. So far, since the deadline expired in uh, December, only 10 cities have complied with the law, Madrid, Barcelona, and Barcelona's Hospitalidad de Lobrigat included. Europe is rich in culture and tradition. In Spain, none are more important and confusing than the afternoon. When does it start? When does it end? Barney Jopson, a journalist for the Financial Times with Spanish roots, discovered that although there might be a word for afternoon in dictionaries, la tarde, it's way more complicated than that. Tarde isn't well-defined. It covers a large segment of the day before the evening. It's so up in the air that even Spanish people can't agree when it begins or ends. A sociologist at the University of Valencia says, this confusion is because mainland Spain is in the wrong time zone. If its clocks were set according to the sun, it would be on the same time as Portugal and the UK. Instead, it's one hour ahead because Francisco Franco 
wanted Spain to be aligned with Nazi Germany, and it's been that way ever since, which means official time and solar time are constantly out of sync. Want to find out more? Link in the show notes. And that's it for this week. Have you checked our website? Head on over there, find out more about us, how to contact us, support us. Link in the show notes. Hasta la próxima. Hasta la próxima.